If I were to ask you, what is the meaning of life? A big question. And if I were to ask you that on the spot, in the middle of a casual conversation, how would you respond? What would be your quick answer? I believe that our understanding of who God is can give us a clue into the question of what is the meaning of life. And today, on Trinity Sunday, that's what today is all about, is the identity of God. There's a lot of people that talk about God, or maybe even they say God's, but there's a lot of different understandings of, of who they think God is and a lot of different perspectives. And so I think today is a good opportunity for us to clarify the God in which we believe. Trinity Sunday, we, we know that God is somehow mysteriously three persons but one God, which is to say that it's not three gods, and it's not three pieces to one God, or three parts to one God, but somehow, mysteriously, they are unified as one God, undivided, but yet still some type of distinction. What we know is from Scripture, because this claim seems to be like a logical contradiction. How can we believe in a, something that says 100% plus 100% plus 100% equals not 300%, but 100%. How can we say that the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are co-eternal, all three of them have always existed, even before the beginning of the world, how can we say that all three of them Acts together any time that God acts, how can we say that they are all equally important and yet still claim that there is only one? It's a great mystery. In one sense, C.S. Lewis, a great author in the 20th century, described it this way, that he acknowledged that there are different dimensions in which we understand reality. One dimension, if you have one dimension, there's a line. If you have two dimensions, you can now have length and width. You can have a square, but it's still flat. If you have three dimensions, you have length, width, and height. Now you have a cube. Imagine if you were in a one-dimensional world, how unfathomable the possibility of a, two, a second dimension would be. A bunch of lines not understanding what it's like to have shapes. Or further, imagine if you were in a two-dimensional world, perhaps cartoon stick figures. Imagine how unfathomable a third dimension would be if that's the only reality that you know. But it doesn't disclaim the fact that a third dimension exists. Well, you and I live in a third dimensional world, but what we truly believe in is another dimension. A divine dimension. Divine and supernatural reality that is in some ways beyond our human comprehension. It doesn't discredit that it exists. 
It just says that we are limited by the dimensions with which we operate. But we can know something about the Trinity. This divine dimension of the three in one. Somehow to have three persons, but yet still one undivided God. Somehow this is able to exist in the divine dimension. And the only way that we know it is not because we have reasoned it so through logic in the third dimensional world. But we know it because God himself has revealed it to us. Jesus Christ came into this earth and talked so many times about being sent from the Father, but yet being one with the Father. He revealed himself as, as the divine God, but yet also revealed himself as being sent from God. And there's this mysterious union but distinction that we were not sure how to grapple with. But what we see all throughout Scripture in the Old Testament, there's a bunch of clues of the three persons. We hear about the Spirit hovering over the waters at the beginning of creation. We hear about the breath of God throughout the Old Testament. We hear about the Word of God signifying the second person, the, the, the Son. In the New Testament, perhaps the most explicit example that we have is today's Gospel. Whereas Jesus rises up to heaven, he tells his apostles, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name. In the one name, not the plural, not the names, but the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He acknowledges three persons, but yet one name, one essence, one identity. And he commissions the apostles to proclaim this Holy Trinity for the rest of salvation. We know that this is a great mystery and it's hard for us to grapple, but it's fundamental to who we are. Because God, St. John tells us, is love. And if we stop and consider what that really means... We know that God is loving, and we know that He's merciful and, and, and patient and kind, but, but St. John goes further and says that God is love itself. And if God is a verb, if God is love, not just an adjective, loving, if God is love, then there must be within God, by definition, a person that loves, a person that is loved, and a love that is shared between the two. There is a lover, a beloved, and the love that unites the two of them. And eternally, before the creation of the world, for all of time, and even before time existed, the Father is that lover loving the Son. In other words, pouring himself out into the Son, giving himself totally to the Son. And the Son is loved by the Father and therefore responds with love to the, to the Father for all eternity before the creation of the world and continues to do that today. And somehow mysteriously, 
Their love is so divine and powerful that the expression of love that unites the two of them is personified as a third person, the Holy Spirit. And what we now have is this divine dance, this dynamic relationship that is eternally giving and receiving of three persons into one verb, love. God himself. And it's the fundamental reality of everything that exists. The fundamental reality of being itself. And it's this love that has outpoured itself into creating the world and creating each one of us. We only know this because God has revealed it to us. It is beyond our third dimensional reality. But yet, by some supernatural grace, we are able to somewhat taste the truth of this reality. What is the meaning of life? The meaning of life is to love. Because the beginning of life began with love. Because the bedrock of everything that exists comes from God himself, who is love. And when we say love, we're not talking about the niceties of secular culture. We're not talking about tolerance and everybody just giving each other a pat on the back. What we're talking about is the real sacrifice of self-gift. The real giving of yourself totally and freely to another. And receiving that love back in return. We're talking about the true nature of sacrificial love. The agape, divine love of which all of us are called. What is the meaning of life? To know God and to love God. To know love and to imitate love. And to share that knowledge and that love with every other creature in this world. This is a great mystery and I typically at the end of my homilies like to invite you to consider a question and maybe even challenge you to improve your life in one way or another for the next week. But today, instead of considering our self-improvement, I want to challenge all of us just to focus on who God is. What is your image of God? Is God a static being in the universe? Is God a painting or a statue? Is God just an idea in your head? Is God just a philosophy or a moral code that you have to follow? Is God just a cultural expectation because you have always been taught to consider Him in the conversation? If so, I'm sorry that that's your situation. Because that's not who God is. Our God is real. Our God is alive. Our God is a dynamic relationship of divine love outpoured into your heart and mind. Our God is elevated beyond our third dimensional reality, but yet more true than anything else that exists. Our God is amazing and divine and wonderful. And we can get in touch with that God right here at Mass. 
And so as we continue with this Mass, and as we gaze upon the altar during the Eucharistic prayer, we recognize that all three persons of the Trinity are present right here in this divine action. And that somehow mysteriously we come into contact with this divinity. Perhaps today we can just ask the Lord to give us the gift of wonder and awe for who He is so that we can have a deeper understanding of who we are in the sight of His eyes. Amen.